thousand generations, the Jedi Knights were the guardians of peace and justice in the old Republic. Before the dark times. Before the Empire. Hello there. And welcome to the second episode of our special six-part season of Three and a Half Gentlemen. Usually we're the podcast where three of the four hosts provide a refined and intellectual analysis of movies from our private collections, while one of us tries desperately to keep up. But for the next six weeks, we'll be diving into a new show premiering on Disney+. Plus. We'll still let you decide which host is the half, so please sit back, relax, and enjoy me. And join me. <laughs> we will enjoy join the me. And join me. Uh, as well as my co-host, Jeremiah. Do you want to buy some death sticks, yo? Eddie. Oh, that's old school. I want some blue milk. And Brandon. Why don't they just use the Jedi mind trick on absolutely everybody? <laughs> it won't be special anymore. Yeah, Jeez. it's true. Well, Eddie, just, just, it, bro. just like normal, we will answer the core question of our podcast. <laughs> How many drinks does it take to get through the episode we've just watched? Therefore, each episode, we will have its own individual score. And at the end of the six episode season, we will combine those scores and divide by six to give you a series score. So we'll still rate the episode based on a scale of zero to five. Zero being the perfect episode that you can watch Stone Cold Sober. And five being sort of the episode that makes you want to betray your fellow Jedi to hide your identity. Good Fuck job, you. Sean. Fuck Thank up, you. Man. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Brandon. So tonight we have the second episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi. This episode finds the titular character visiting a hostile world in an attempt to save a 10-year-old, and I would say precocious, Princess Leia. So That's to say the least. I want to yeah. start with how freaking adorable Leia is, because I think she might be the one who stole episode two for me. I mean, she's so cute. She's just so damn cute. <laughs> I think you found like the next star, man, like of the series. Like she was funny as shit. There's traits of uh, Carrie Fisher and there's traits of, of Natalie Portman in this character right here. And I just yeah. fucking loved it. Well, well and, and it comes back to what I was saying last episode, whenever that aired, um, is that we have that humor, right? You know, we've got, you know, just pretend that you're my daughter, you're my grandfather or something. <laughs> like, you know, we just get these stupid little jabs of funny that to me just is what Star Wars is. And I think that she did such a great job. And you're right. She carried this episode. She didn't need to because I think Ewan McGregor did a fucking fantastic job and a couple of the other actors did a great job. Um, but ultimately, yeah, I mean, she, she stole our hearts um, with this. What was this well, planet I mean, called? Huh? What was this planet called? Something like, like a the bot. Uh, the Damar? D-A-I-Y. This fucking planet looked awesome. It looked like Blade Runner and shit, dude. I was digging shit out of it. Yeah, it looked a little like Blade Runner. It looked a little bit like Attack of the Clones downtown, like underbelly Coruscant a little bit. Coruscant, yeah. I got Coruscant. Because I missed it, and I didn't know where he was going. And, you know, we missed – we kind of jumped into it but with with Leia. But I kind of want to talk about the fact that Obi-Wan Kenobi – basically had to be cajoled by a very, very young looking uh Jimmy Smith's Bail Organa, who yeah, found his fucking cave. Like, 
How how good is this guy hidden if Bail Organa, a senator, can find your name? <laughs> well, we need to talk about what the you last think, right? shot. That was last episode. That was last episode, right? Yeah, I mean, we didn't talk about it last episode, but the last shot, when, when we just get that little flicker of his lightsaber, and I mean, we all knew it was coming, but God damn it. Hearts dropped and, and just oh, when you eyes were, were wide. Yeah, because... Yeah. That's exactly what we've we've wanted from Obi Wan, and we see that he's standing up for you know for himself. Well, and he's he, no longer he realizes he's a quitter. He's not just with Luke; it's also Leia that he's yeah. responsible for, and it, it, it's true. Like he, it's you know, this brother and sister, you need it. You know, I'm wondering if it's going to be bigger twist. than that, though. Yeah, yeah, I, I, it's, it's such a twist. I'm wondering. Yeah. I'm wondering, Eddie, if it's bigger than just his responsibility to Luke and Leia. But I think he's realizing that he has a responsibility to the greater Jedi community that still exists. I think he's convinced himself uh, through the words of of Yoda that they're all gone, and they're not. He was convinced himself that Vader was dead. He's not. I think he's opening his mind to a possibility that that. Other Jedi are episode. out there, yeah, and I think that's well, I think this whole sense. evolution. When he saw the Jedi hanging, right, the, the, the Jedi caught and, and killed and hanged. When he was the one that told him, "I'm done. I'm not going to help you out. Go figure it out on your own." Yep. I think that was the turning point. I don't. Even, I mean, I yes, it was Jimmy Smith. That, it was Organa who kind of lit the fire completely under his ass. But I think that the train was starting to leave the tracks um, at that point, and I think that that was a really turning point moment for Obi Wan. Um, to ultimately act, and I mean, and he acted in yes. the in the most direct way. And I know Eddie, you, you mentioned it last episode, but it was interesting to see Obi Wan resort to normal techniques and not the Jedi techniques. And the thing I had to laugh about, but also kind of weigh in my mind, is here he is using a blaster. Now he's shitty at it; he's just, he should be a stormtrooper, right? But he is using a blaster when that just reminds me of the you know the, the line so uncivilized. Solo. <laughs> Exactly. Right. Um, and I thought it was interesting. I love the fact that he's kind of being more of a detective type of Obi-Wan Kenobi and whatnot. He's not using the force to kind of like, you know, figure out things. He's it's just this natural way of trying to like, you know, find clues, you know, uh, disguise himself, going to a uh, Star Wars Breaking Bad meth lab and, and everything like that. You well, know? Be, well, before that, he, he found the Jedi that he realized he, since he was asking questions in the streets. And the streets, let's just talk about this neon. It's, that was so, episode two is more gritty, more underworld, like street vibe. Mm-hmm. And like that made me like, it just like, it just, I needed less sand. What so do you guys really think? What do you guys think of the, yeah. of the clone trooper, like waiting right there? I mean, fuck. What, so you that, know? I mean, that was, just, that was, was cool. awesome. That was, that so, was part of the 501st right there. That was the part of the 501st that actually, you know, destroyed uh, the Jedi temple. If anyone has has the time to watch all the Clone Wars episodes, I'm telling you right now, the Clone Wars episodes do, do two things. Number one is that they give a great perspective on on Star Wars independent of the movies. I'm talking character development, sub stories, fabulous. But the other thing it does is it humanizes all of the, uh, uh, the clone troopers. troopers in a way that actually makes you emotionally like – like it, it legitimizes your feeling toward clone troopers in a way you're like never felt before. Right. And, mm-hmm. and, and that carries through to from, from clone wars to rebels to the new, uh, ba- bad, batch bad batch show. Yeah. The bad it, batch. It makes you care about these characters. And w- when I saw him sitting on the street, I'm like, I thought it was Rex. I, he, 
I thought it was Rex too. I'm like, maybe he's going to join Obi-Wan and they're going to go off on some damned adventure. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, wait, but the thing is, is like, you know, what it was he did, was he cure of the whole like Order 66? I mean, he didn't see Obi-Wan and recognize him like, oh shit, that's a Jedi right there. Was that right. kind of like a flaw mix right there? Or was it just something that it's just uh, was it Empire an Easter just, egg for Easter egg's sake? Or? Yeah. Or did the Empire just throw them away and everything like that because they were done? I think the Empire threw them I away. I think it's a throwaway. It's yeah. a throwaway. They threw them away because they were done with them. They were and done. They had they had uh, faulty. You know, they, it was old. Like, they became old. I think they still had life. It's no, they I, had lifespan. I, I like, they're, they're not going to stay young forever. But no, the, the thing was is that it, it would cost money for them. They were trying to like right. reduce the cost, and they decided to bring uh, a regular uh, people regular off the streets. Troops, troops which yeah. is kind of funny because they always said like when the cloak troopers when they shot, you know, they would hit their mark when they brought these people outside the streets. That's why the stormtroopers could never hit their mark and <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> Yeah. The other thing is, and they address this in the Clone Wars show, uh, it might have been Rebels, is he takes his helmet off and he goes, I can't see in this damn thing. And he throws it and it hits a guy <laughs> and shoots him right in the face with his no helmet on. And it's like, the helmets are really bad. The helmets are really bad. <laughs> what were but, you guys thinking, though, uh, throughout the – keep going, Sean. No, no. Go ahead. Oh, well, I was talking about with – you know, he's he's in the town and he finds – He's asking people, right? And he gets instantly, he, he gets like free drugs from this one girl saying, you know, yeah. I'm looking for my daughter, Leia. And this girl's like, you won't find her here. And then he, this little boy, you know, said, Oh, I know a Jedi, you know, like come find me. And then like that's the whole, like that guy he was doing. Uh, that was great. That was great. Like, that, was was crazy. Like, that was hilarious. That was a little, that was a, it made me laugh. And I was, it was like, Oh, Obi's going to get him. Camille, Camille Nanjani. Nanjani is. Oh. God. Is a treasure. So He's I, I watched I watched that train wreck of a movie called Eternals, which was l- legitimately one of the worst Marvel movies of all time. He was the bright spot in that movie. He was the bright spot in this, a bright spot in this episode. He is such an interesting actor. I just love everything about him. He's so different. He's such an interesting yeah. character. Going He's- way off, way off base. He, uh, he wrote uh, and starred in a movie called The Big Sick, which if you haven't seen, has nothing to do with Star Wars. But my freaking god, it was yeah, it, it was, was a good. Ray Romano. I think Ray Romano was yeah, Ray Romano's in it, and Holly yeah. Hunter's in it, and she he's in it, and it's it's a fantastic movie. But anyway, going back to this, I thought that as soon as I saw Ninjani on there, I, I smiled um, because he you know he's a comedian and he brought that kind of quirky sense to the character. But at the same time, at the end jumping ahead right when he says you know i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna basically atone for my shit i believed him you know i mean you think that he's gonna go after and try to get the bounty but he ultimately wanted to be a good guy and i think that that's such an interesting thing that was so dope dude and and sean last last episode you were talking about redemption right this is a story about redemption obi-wan's redemption the jedi's redemption but ultimately we see that redemption in a character like him he wants to do the right thing he's just never been given the opportunity and so when he's given the opportunity he takes it we also see kind of something that, that this first episode touched on that I think is going to uh, resonate throughout the series and probably throughout the greater Star Wars universe, which is the Jedi methodology is infectious. They infect yeah. people with being good, with doing the right mm-hmm. thing. And it, the Inquisitor said at the very beginning of, of the first episode, they hunt themselves because they can't help themselves from helping people. And that right there is what it's, it's this infectious mentality of doing the right thing that I think is going to spread through the galaxy. And it's really going to change. I'm hoping it, it comes into Andor too, which I'm really excited about. It doesn't matter. 
I think it's going to be really, you're going to see how Obi-Wan was there to really help Princess Leia. The thing that's so great about it is that she doesn't know that that's Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's Ben Kenobi. Ben, ben Kenobi, you know? But so she when doesn't know who Ben Kenobi or Obi-Wan Kenobi, Kenobi is. Right? But the thing is, is this, is like, you know, it's it's kind of wondering, like, how come she doesn't put two to two together? You know what I'm saying? You know, well, growing up, you know? put together with it, though. Well, I don't think Obi-Wan's ever Obi-Wan been talked about. Mm-mm. And she's 10. <laughs> <laughs> and she's expecting you're not uh, listening uh, you're not expecting no no, no. okay Jared, right, so in, in star wars she goes help me obi-wan kenobi you're my only hope right she's never met obi-wan kenobi she's only met ben kenobi so far i think that she knows this obi-wan so in episode four four when she's calling for obi-wan kenobi she's she knows that she's reaching out to ben and it's because he's the one that saved her when nobody else you know, I, I don't know I'm not, he, you know, here she said, listen to this guys years ago you and my father fought in the clone wars how come you didn't go years later? You actually saved me from actually getting a rescue. chair, uh, look at you. That's what I was, yeah, he's got a point there. Sherlock fucking Holmes. Is it weird? Is it weird that that Obi Wan is getting the relationship that he seems to want with Luke with Leia? So he he wants desperately to be to train Luke if Luke starts to show any Jedi. Uh, powers because he's afraid he'll be hunted. That's basically what I got from the first episode. Mm-hmm. In this episode, he really doesn't have any interest in Leia because he's that's not his charge, right? That's Bill Organa's charge. Bill Organa took Leia. He took Luke. That's how it's going to be. But at the end of the day, I got this feeling that he he senses something in Leia. And maybe that's just wishful thinking. Maybe that's something that I, I, mm. no, but, no, no, because, said, that, said, no, because in that, when they're in the, uh, that ball and with the cousin, I don't know if she got some type of force ability, but she was able to actually read that other guy, that cousin, spot on. like spot on. You're like, Oh shit. She's got something going on. Like, you know, you, that's the first time that she, she's she got some type of force. Yeah. Uh, feel people's emotions. I think that's what right now it's very, it's untouched. Right. Yeah. Uh, I do like how, you know, when she was talking and then like Ben Obi-Wan was just like, you know, and she's like, what? And she's like, you were just reminding me of someone right now. And everyone's instantly thinking like, oh, Anakin or, but I mean, it's Leia, Padme, right? Well, it's Padme. Padme. It's Padme. Yeah, it's Padme. It's, like, it's Queen Padme. And I was just like, oh, it's just, I was hoping for him like, oh, I knew your mom. But so, you almost had also yeah. the feeling that Leia knew who he was talking about. Like, he, she's like, that, like, like, she had a little like. Are you t- I feel like you're talking. You knew you knew my mom without saying this emotion. Like, yeah, well, does she? Had but she doesn't feeling. know that she's an orphan, does she? she I mean, or not yeah. an orphan. She just she know. knows she's not an Organa. Not. Yeah, yep. because and there was a couple. That's what I was just really? going to talk about. Is there? There's there's two scenes in the show <coughs> with Bail Organa and the little girl that I think a little Leia that I think are absolutely fabulous. Yeah, and yeah I agree when, with you. When he goes in to talk to her about apologizing to her cousin, and she says, "I don't, you know, I don't want to be a senator. I don't want to be this this person." And he says, "That's why you'll be the best. That's exactly, why you'll be the yo. greatest." Oh my god, dude! And, and he builds her up in this way that, and, and I, I will have to say, I think it's Jimmy Smith's. I think he is a treasure. I think he's one of the greatest, greatest actors out there. And the way he interacts with her, I swear to God, it's like, it's his daughter. I, I don't yeah. know why I get that feeling. He, the man, 60, 70 years old. I bet right now. Remember in the, Rogue One, you know, where yeah. they're like, you oh. trust them. I was like, I can, I will trust this person with, with my, my life. life. But there's, he has this sense of calm that he yeah. brings to her. And to me, that 
relationship, it shows you why she was so strong. It shows you why she was able to stand up to Governor Tarkin and say, fuck you, bro. I'm not giving you the plans <laughs> to the Death Star. You could blow up my home planet and I'm not going to do a goddamn thing. <laughs> well, I think this is only going to, it's only going to rub off and he's going to become better at watching Luke from having this interaction. Because you, you think about it. He, in in Star Wars verse, right? He's probably never spent time with a kid, yes. right? And so, I mean, he was well. I know. I take him. No, no, he, young, he, he, young he Anakin raised up Anakin. Yeah, I take that back. Yeah, um, but no, it's been some time. Yeah, it's been some time. It's yeah. been some time, and then it's this relation. Like Sean's right. Like he's been longing for this relationship mm-hmm. with one of the Skywalkers, and he's getting it from Leia instead of Luke. And quite, quite possibly, he's never going to meet Luke face to face. Yeah. Like for a while, then oh. he was thinking like, no, no. But he was right. trying to train him if he showed – to me, it's almost the opposite of what you're saying. I think – not the opposite, but I think that he had this vision in his mind that Luke would be his son. That when Luke started to mm-hmm. show his Jedi powers, that he would actually take Luke in and and – Redemption. Fix, yeah, fix, fix what he did the first time with Anakin and do it yeah. right. But he, he had basically forsaken the Jedi – Vow, right? I mean, so I don't. But think he said it. He, he said it to Owen. No, he said it to Owen in yeah. the first episode. He said, it, "If he shows powers, you need to have him train. You need to send him to me." Send him yeah, to but me. I don't. And I also don't think it was for like you know purpose. Like I need to train him. I think it was just like I need to make sure he's ready. I need to make sure he's safe. In his mind, he's like, if he's showing some type of like force, a like capability, yeah. the Empire is going to get him. Well, and, that, and that's and why I he need, needs to be ready to for. Make sure that he doesn't follow in his dad's footsteps. You that know? too. Yes. I mean, we yes. he he couldn't. I mean, just imagine if Luke were to have gone the dark side and he was responsible for not not intervening, right? I mean, to me, that would be that would be Obi Wan's complete destruction. Oh, that would be the worst thing ever. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And I, th- I, and, and I think that Obi Wan has to go through some catharsis in realizing that just because he failed with with uh with Anakin, Anakin doesn't mean he's going to fail with everyone he touches and that's why i think he said to the the other jedi stay away from me you know i don't want to talk to you i don't want to be part of this the jedi are dead because he doesn't want to fail again he doesn't see himself as a jedi and i think he's realizing that yeah you know what I think I need to get more involved here than I've been in the past. And that's just my opinion. Yeah. I think there's people out there. He's seen it, you know, like we, we will do whatever we need to. We're waiting for someone to help us against this empire. They're waiting for this to happen. You know, what are they waiting for? Jeremiah? What are they waiting for? Rebellion. A new hope. They're waiting for a fucking new hope. But something we need to remember, (laughs) we need to remember that, that Luke knew Ben Kenobi, right? Um, they had some kind of a, a personal relationship. He knew, it wasn't, he knew around. He knew, he knew but, him, but it wasn't town. more. Yeah, yeah but, but I think real it, old dude. But I think it was more than just he knew about him. I thought that they, to me, they had had a relationship of some kind, even though it might have been completely superficial. And this is going to New Hope, right? It's this this concept of, you know, yeah, he'd never been over to Obi or Ben's, you know, cave, and and um, they never really got in depth talking. But at the same time, you see what Ben slash Obi-Wan will become, and that is much more of a, an interactive figure in Luke's life. And I think it's going to stem from what's going on with Leia. So what Rogue One successfully did was it provided context and depth to A New Hope. It took A yes. New Hope that was a great movie, and it went, here's a whole other layer of complexity with how the plans got 
you know, got mm-hmm. taken, where they came from, the struggle that it took to get them on into Leia's hands. That basically made, to me, it made New Hope 50% shine. Oh, yeah. yeah, it did. I think that this, think. this show, the uh, Obi-Wan show, will take the relationship between Luke and Obi-Wan that you see in New Hope and make it 50% better. It'll, by the end, you'll go, God dang, you know, they only shared the screen for 20 minutes, but there was so much more to that 20 minutes than we got to see in, in I that. I think it's going to go, it's going to go backwards too. I think it's going to make Revenge of the Sith better. I agree. Yeah. I think like, well, it, yeah, all definitely, of a sudden man. you see, I mean, like towards the end of the episode, you see all of a sudden he's realizing when he's talking to the third sister uh, and he's like, oh, like, you know, does she could feel him, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. This is towards the end, right, of the show. And she's like, oh, yeah, no, Vader's still alive. Yeah. And he, he you could have seen, like, his his face was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Like, and then that's when instantly it's like this random connection turned on again with Vader. Yeah. Right, like his Anakin, like all of a sudden, like Vader's been looking for him, and Obi's turned it off. So now it's back on, and you just saw the like Vader's like hatred in his eyes still towards mm-hmm. Obi. There's two things that this show needs to do. There's two things. Number one is we need to see a Vader uh, Obi Wan confrontation, even if it's not very long. The second thing we need to see is a we need to see a Anakin and obi-wan flashback from the clone wars when they're both young and healthy and fighting together we need to see those two things in this show we, we absolutely do, need do, but in in new hope though does it give us that indication that they had met after uh obi-wan left him for dead did not it did not yeah because i feel like i feel like that shouldn't happen i feel like there should always be a disconnected physical, yeah, and a physical confrontation. Dude, like until he, he was so close to him, but he never actually saw yeah. him. Yeah, I would say like like Death, Darth Vader was very close to meeting Obi, but never actually yeah. happened. I think they should talk to each other through the minds, though. I think, I, I think there's cool. gonna be some type of there's gonna be something like some that, kind of like connection. oh, like. Mm-hmm. I gotta, like Leia, Leia, I gotta Leia, see a blade. I gotta see a blade to blade. I gotta see a blade to blade. And it said it, it said that there are that that scene is gonna happen. So or uh, what we might see is Vader's ship coming in, and he sees Obi Wan like fucking up the Inquisitors, and then like by the time Vader's down, Obi Wan's turning off. Okay, so I'll I'll give you this one too. Kind like kind like Road One. I'll, I'll uh, give you a, I'll give you a scene where they fight in the desert. But it's actually a dream, a forced dream. I'll get I'll, that one would be okay too. I'll, I will be. Where's Darth to- Maul in this? Darth Maul is after this, so I can. It's supposed. To yeah, be Darth Maul is when he's old. When oh, it's yeah, so old man. Yeah, we might we might see him too. A little, a little. You guys apparent. are missing some of the points here. I mean, first of all, and foremost, you know, I thought like that little introduction in the last part of the of the episode was kind of like, well, fuck. How does that Inquisitor know that Vader? Is Anakin? She's a youngling, bro. She's a youngling. Don't get me wrong, but no one doesn't know Anakin is Vader. No one doesn't right. know this. So how does she know about that whole situation? How does she know? Why does she have the thing against Obi Wan? She was I don't on get Mustafa. Yeah, that's, there's, that's, there's some type of knowledge there that she knows of their past together. I love that scene with Anakin. I mean, I'm sorry, with uh, uh, Ewan McGregor, Obi Wan, and you see the hurt on his face. That one. Anakin's alive. He's alive this whole time. And two, he's actually Darth Vader. And three, he's killing, hunting everyone down. 
you see more did you see more sadness like I, it, I it's just failed. so much like i failed and so then right there and then you see like the force awakens with them and that force connection with anakin it's fucking hardcore but my question is this man like we need more story we need to see what's going on in these next episodes because seriously like yeah. i felt like that scene was kind of like should have been similar like when luke skywalker finds out that darth vader is his father yeah i agree but at the same time i think that we need to have obi-wan understand the stakes and i think that's what it is is that we are seeing obi-wan realizing that he can't escape his past that his past is still very very much alive and very very much tyrannical and this is a whole different story in and in, in uh in uh kenobi's mind because protecting luke from a dead father and an empire is vastly different than protecting mm-hmm. luke from a father who's on the warpath for luke mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yep because the other thing is that he's a it's a this step down the show down the line i think it's a he obi-wan has a decision to fight vader or to protect leia and luke and he's gonna go that route instead of one on one with Vader. He said he's it's not the time right now. I need to I need to get Luke and Leia. He's not gonna he's gonna have a decision. Do I have to conf- confront Vader or by by confronting Vader though, I risking myself dying and not protecting Luke and Leia. He's a, he has the decision to make. I really hope that they're gonna show. I really hope that they're gonna show a battle scene like a light, lightsaber battle scene. But I hope that you see the the monster outside of Darth Vader. I hope you see Anakin. And I hope it's actually Anakin and Obi-Wan. That would be so fucking hardcore. That would be like seriously like coming full circle with regard to that. Not Darth Vader, Obi-Wan. That is my criticism. So far, we've had two fucking episodes that I've seen zero lightsaber battles. And that really does bother me. However, I understand that they're blaster battles. But they're trying, they're pulling back the tip and they're trying to keep it out. And I understand that. But but, give me a lightsaber battle, damn it. Give it to me. You saw the (laughs) Grandmaster kill someone. It's not the same. Yeah, yeah, it was not the right? same, dude. Yeah. So yeah, was, we, did see it, we did see the force happen, man. He, we saw him save Leia. That was awesome. And that's what I'm saying. So that was the that's the kind of the the breaking of the dam that Brandon and Jeremiah you were talking about is that you know he's stopped himself from using the force, and then all of a sudden he's opened himself back up to save because of what Eddie was saying. He's got to save Leia. He he has this you know internal absolute must to save Leia, and then all of a sudden. He's going to start feeling other Jedi, other things out there. He's an incredibly powerful Jedi. He is, he, they said that he's as skilled, as powerful as Master Yoda and as skilled as Master Windu. So you've got a lot of fucking power in Obi-Wan Kenobi. There is no reason why he can't. God damn. You know why? He, he can't because have all the other Jedi are going through him still. I, right. Uh, he has the Jedi. Yeah, they're going through him. I hope this is an episode. I hope this is going to be an episode or just, just a theory. What if you see Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan confront Anakin, you know, as his force goes? I will bet money that we see Liam Neeson and Qui-Gon in these remaining Fuck, four dude. episodes. And Yoda. They though. would not have, they would not, I, Yoda Younger will get Yoda. in a flashback. We'll get, we'll, we'll get him in a flashback. But yeah. I, I don't think that we're going to get, I don't think we're going to get Liam Neeson. I don't think we're going to oh. get, a, we're going to get a Qui-Gon Jinn. I really I hope, think, seriously, no, next he, episode, you're just like, episode oh, one, I was wrong. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> no, but when he wakes up, when he wakes up in episode one, right, and he's calling out for Qui-Gon and he's not there. Oh, dude. Yeah? I think that that's going to be the culmination is when he calls out for Qui-Gon and he is there. Because remember what the little recap at the end of, of or right before episode one started, you have 
Yoda's telling him that he'll teach him how to communicate. Oh no, his, he's gonna he's we gonna show. See We're gonna see Liam. Neeson. I'm just trying to I'm just trying to cite myself out of it because I really want to see it. Really <laughs> I didn't like no. the the whole chase scene. I mean, I understand it, but I thought it went on too long, or it became the you know, uh, Obi Wan running around. Oh, the roof uh, the scene. Whole city. No, the roof okay. scene was awesome. Okay, we Dude. have to no, no. Running the roof around scene was, was not awesome. badass. Ed. Parkouring shit. God damn it, both of you guys. Running okay, around so the I, city. Hey, I, I wasn't done. Running around the city. I don't like. I don't like Leia, and like Leia should be like. I just. It be, it, I was really upset with Leia running around the whole city on the ground. Which, Roof scene. I like. Brandon, go no, next. No, no. But hold on, hold on, okay. Brandon. When 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 that motherfucker gets her the coat, and she, you don't need those, and she's trying on the gloves, and he's and the gloves. That was such. <laughs> yeah. That was such a great scene. It was oh, such no. a wonderful that was scene. Fantastic. <laughs> No, that was fantastic. I loved the, the the cat and mouse. What I couldn't stand was when we have uh, the Inquisitor running from rooftop to rooftop, and then we have her like perched parkour. up there like Batman. Parkour. Oh yes, parkour all the way. And then we have her perched up in Batman. I'm just like, well, I'm seeing you know the Dark Knight, and I'm seeing the Batman uh, just now. The the cat, the Batwoman. That's cool to see. A it, no, it's though, not like, her, cool. She's, it was she's level she's of like not a no, Sith, she's yo. being a fucking she's cat up there. She's oh, oh shit! <laughs> it was like, let me show off some what type of but what type of villains Siths that you know about? She's not a Sith, but you you know no. you know Vader, Darth Maul, yeah, right. Well. She's like a different type of villain. Vent, v- v- what's her name? Ventress v- v- uh, from the Clone Wars. From the Clone Wars, though, Ventress has two lightsabers and she fights. Oh, yeah, yeah, Deku. yeah. She's fucking badass. Yeah. Badass. She does a lot of parkour, too. Uh, Brandon, and if that is your only criticism of the episode, it just shows you're reaching, brother. You're reaching. You're reaching. You're reaching. I mean, she should have like been so powerful, right? The she should have been so powerful. Like, you know, the plane. The jet was going. She's like, "We're gonna get you!" With the lightsaber hanging out like that, it's like, "Come on, yo!" <laughs> just like what, what, use what your force expecting? or something like that. She's or, not so, that strong, bro. It was just, it was, dude. I just thought, I just thought that part was down. lame. We're gonna get you. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> here's here's what I was trying to say to Sean earlier is that it's it's our job on this podcast to look critically at these things. And you're right, Sean. I'm reaching far because episode two was everything I wanted plus a peanut butter sandwich. Um, but I had to just talk about the parkouring and it just wasn't, it wasn't, I, here's the thing. I just don't like her character yet. I'm not saying that I'm not going to like her character. So now that the grand inquisitor is gone, by the way, spoiler alert. Uh, that was dumb. I don't, <laughs> like, I don't like that. That was stupid. Like that. Well, we'll see if it like gets that. better, but I think she's going to come into her own a little bit more. Darth Maul got cut in half. He's going to be alive. He's fine. Now, there's a direct link, in my opinion, between Vader, her, Vader and her. I think, yeah, no, he, he's gone. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> he, might he's not, gone. he might not be, to be honest. There's, he's, he's alive. I'm just saying there's a lot of other people that have survived. Yeah. Darth Maul got cut in half. And, you see and, he's, and he's good. And you do see, you do see something on his head, like what, what those little earmuffs that he has on. So he's not human. Let's let's take a moment and let's make let's make a prediction each a prediction mm-hmm. each of any surprise cameos we're going to see or any story turns and see if we're right or wrong at the end of the season uh, based on the first two episodes. Jeremiah, give me something that you think is going to happen. I think the the whole uh, this uh, Inquisitor is going to like you know question herself and you know you're going to see a story that she was a Jedi and you're going to see that she's going to portray 
um, Anakin, Darth Vader, and she's going to do something like sacrificing some shit like that. Eddie. Uh, so I think we're going to see, personally, I think we're going to see Chewbacca. He's not coming around. He's, he's in every freaking show. He just, he makes a little cameo. <laughs> Chewbacca's going to be here. Just be ready for that. Hey, by uh, the way, this is one year after Solo, actually. Supposedly the timeline. I was, gonna, I was possibly going to say Solo, but then it makes me think. Uh, don't take mine, Ed. I, I hope we see Chewbacca and like, hey, I'm working for Solo type thing. Uh, but or maybe <laughs> yeah. see the Millennium Falcon somewhere around here. That would be cool. Uh, I also think we're going to see Qui-Gon. I think we're yeah. going to see him. Well, Eddie, you just basically took mine. We're going to see Solo 1,000%. We're going to see I Han. Didn't, I didn't say Solo. I said Okay, Chewbacca. well, I'm taking that one. No, I'm taking that. We're going to see Han Solo. Um, and we're going to for sure absolutely see Qui-Gon. Uh, 100%. Sean, what do you think? I'm going to make a bold a bold prediction. Oh, at the, here's a bold at, one. At the end oh. of the season, when all is said and done, you're going to see – uh, Obi-Wan realized that he is full back, full Jedi, and he's going to become in touch with the Force, and he's going to o- close his eyes, and you're going to open one eye, and you're going to see fucking Mace Windu, and he's going to make contact with Mace Windu for, Windu oh, for season two. Oh, get out of here, dude. Come on. Yes. There's not going to be a season two. I like right? that. No, no there's going to be season two. There's going to be, be season, season two. two. This is <laughs> very successful. With, with Darth Maul. Yes, I, I, uh, I yeah, yes, Darth Maul. You might see okay. Darth Maul. Yes, you might see Darth Maul. Shit, man. Oh, goodness gracious. You might even see ah- Ahsoka. I'll be yeah. okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that would be awesome. Because Ahsoka and, and uh, Ahsoka, Anakin, and Ben, Obi-Wan, were all friends, right? At one point. You saw them in the Rebels or you saw them in Clone Wars? You saw them in Clone Wars, but she also actually came on a couple episodes for uh, uh, Rebels, Rebels, actually. Too, yeah. That would be cool to see all three of them. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of review. Now is the time of the podcast where each of the hosts provides a score of the following scale. Eddie, can you provide the scale, please? Yes, yes, I can. Uh, zero, the perfect show. You don't need shit to enjoy it. One, a filgered first cocktail. Two, a happy buzz. Three, you're going to Uber, a lifting home. Four, a rough morning walk to shame. Uh, five, blackout, shit face, spring very drunk. Uh, gentlemen, let's start backwards from when we did last time. Cool. Well, uh, Start with me. Is that fine? Yeah. Yeah. Go chair. yeah. I don't want to go last now. Okay. So sure. Brandon's been like saying this, uh, this whole episode, uh, and I have to agree with him a hundred percent. This episode is way better than the first episode. It's fun. It has full of action. Uh, I love the, uh, chemistry and the, you know, of like just having Uma McGregor and the young princess Leah. I think it's just like the funniest thing in the world, but I think that's going to be like the heartbeat of the show. It's wonderful to see Obi-Wan Kenobi finally connecting to Anakin, and with that last part of the episode, the last episode, oh my God. I mean, shit, that was it for me. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm ready. Give me the next fucking episode. That was the money shot in a lot of ways, yo. Chills. You got so much chills. So I thought it was executed really well. I thought the action was pretty dope. This episode was great. So you know what? I'm going to give this actually a better score than my last episode. This is a a, a feel-good first cocktail, number one. A one, okay. A one drink. Uh, uh, how about this? Uh, Sean, start it up. Sure. Yeah, there's Sean. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I, I agree with Jeremiah. I think this episode was better than the uh, first, but I won't say that it was vastly better than the first episode. Uh, I think that it had some uh, better pacing. I think the storyline was great. I think that the emotional ties between uh, uh, Kenobi and, and Princess Leia were fantastic. I think that relationship developed so beautifully. I thought the Inquisitors were bad. 
Um, I thought they were much better than the first episode. I thought they looked they looked like buffoons in this episode. I didn't <laughs> I, I I didn't think that they had a plan. They're fighting with each other. It just to me there it it ruins the mystique of the scariness of the Inquisitors when you see the behind the scenes like political bullshit. Like, oh, I'm not going to get credit, so I'm not going to, you know, you're no longer necessary. They're more scary on the Rebels than they are in right. the series. Right. That's, what, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Anyway, so uh, that that part of it I thought was, was less good than the first episode. But uh, generally speaking, I think it, it deserves uh, uh, a better score than the first episode. So I'm going to go with a .75. I think this episode was... The, the the ending reveal and the yep. tone and the feel and the relationship to me it, it knocked it out the park even more than it did the first one um so i'm gonna give it a 0.75 and then i'll go to eddie thank you sean yeah i mean going off of jeremiah and sean um you have to when you watch this and you're listening to this you have to watch one and two together that's what I'm going to say. I mean, I, I think it was – that's why they released it. They released it the good way for one and two as a special. I enjoyed two. I was on – you know, already on a high after one even though one I had the little little uh, things I didn't like. And I, I, I instantly – what I do, I don't know if anyone does this, but I look at the time. And instantly I look at the time of the show. I'm like, uh-oh, it's, it's, it's shorter. It's a shorter episode. And I got instantly sad. <laughs> like, well, that's not, I wanted the other one was an hour almost. I want an hour of this shit. Like, what the hell? You're cheaping me out. But there was so much that happened in this episode. It, the whole planet Daya, it was on point. Um, you know, it was it was dark uh, and it was gritty. Uh, it, it reminded me of John Wick, but on, on top of like <laughs> all the bounty Ray hunters. Runners. Yeah, yeah, like the black bounty hunters. This is like a town of bounty hunters. And Obi Wan's just like, bro, like really? He I was all John Wick out, dude. Yeah, he's like all of a sudden like it reminded me of like. He like had to like track his back a little bit, like oh, all right, get back into shape, let's do this. Oh, um, it's been a long time since I've Jedi. Had to save Leia, <laughs> the, the sister of Luke. I I didn't like how Leia was running through uh, the whole uh, market down downtown market. Like I thought, like you know, again, like it's running not necessary. Market night. Yeah, running through market night. Like, I don't believe you, Ben. Like you're gonna, you're the major, like bro, like. Do you want to go back in the fucking sh- the cell? Like, what the hell you want? You you start seeing Obi Wan using his powers later on the, the end of the show, and I think by doing that, it's one of those. It, it reminds me of like it's like a network. Once you start using your your uh, Jedi powers, it's like it goes on the the system of all the Jedi's and Siths, and everyone just start link up with it. So the, you like, link up with the Force, bro. <laughs> yeah, so kind of like uh, <laughs> Professor Etz, right? Etz man, like he could like sense other people. It's a tremendous episode too. It it jumped. Uh, in my eyes, from awesome to fuck yeah, you know, right? Like, like so. I think I'm, 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 you know. Hopefully, it's on that same speed for the rest of the season. I'm, I'm with Sean with the same store, point seven five. If if it keeps going this way, you might get my first zero in a long time. Uh, so it's a feel good first cocktail. I can't believe you're gonna give a fucking zero for a fucking episode. A fucking zero for a TV yeah, show. Yeah, my level, Brandon. I don't give it out like you guys. Okay. All right, I. <laughs> Get up. You get zero. You get zero. I'm the oh, man. Of right. zeros, right. So say. here's a d- <laughs> <laughs> oh. so any kind of worry, I'm gonna say doubt, any kind of worry that I had of this show and what the show was gonna become and what it was gonna do and whether it was gonna fall into the same trap as Boba Fett, but also to me in a little ways Mandalorian. 
Um, all of those kind of worries were definitely uh, assuaged by this episode. Um, it was it a perfect episode. No, I, I could have definitely done without the parkour. I could have done it with a, a couple other things. Um, but really it's, yeah, that's me really kind of fine tuned, uh, picking it apart. Uh, one of the reasons that I think that this was more enjoyable is I think that, and this is sacrilegious, I know, but I think we're all just kind of tired of tattooing and to get off of tattooing and to get point. away from that yeah. and to see something sand. new and to see, <laughs> you know, well, yeah, I'm tired of seeing sand, right? I mean, I love Jawas just Poor, as much as the next person, rough, but God it damn it. Everywhere. Let's yeah, everywhere. <laughs> right. Um, but when we see a different place, a new place and yeah, it, to me, it reminded me so much of course on but I didn't care because it was different and we saw new creatures and we saw the new, you know, underbellies of, of crime. Damn it. It, it did something that I haven't had happen. Like I keep saying since rogue one. Um, and I have been perpetually disappointed in everything that star Wars Mandalorian. No, since you know, rogue Mandalorian, one. My Mandalorian mm, two was pretty. No, epic, I don't, no, no, shush, Brandon, stop. I, I, dude, I, I believe this is my, this is my turn. Okay, listen, that, that one episode. Fuck, fuck off, everybody. That was. And that episode. I mean, how many times did I read that? They're heading back to Mandalore oh, God, so we can get his honor back. Motherfucker, you yeah, watch your yeah. mouth. This is yeah. fucking good, dude. But what I'm talking about is I'm talking about true Star Wars, right? I'm talking about, and I am talking about the Skywalker saga. This, this brought Skywalkers. it back to what yeah. it should be. Yeah, it really did. And I was so happy about it. Again, was it perfect? No. But what I saw this being was that that kind of that that middle movie in a lot of, of trilogies right it's that bridge to what's gonna happen it was that that jumping off point and we finally had that and i i'm really excited interested and confused about where they're gonna go right and we have all the speculation we can continue speculating but ultimately at the end of the day um i i just think that we're in for just a fun ride uh with that said i'm gonna go down to a one uh, I think it was a feel-good first cocktail. And and honestly, the only reason I want to have a one is just because I want to enjoy a good Disney Star Wars And you want a place thing. to go for future and so, episodes. Uh, and I do. And I'm, so I'm raising my one glass and I'm, I'm saluting um, – I'm saluting what they did with this show and with this episode. So, all right, all right. Go for it. Ed, when, when you uh, combine those scores uh, and divide by four, what does this episode two uh, get an average rating of? I can always count on daily too. Just to make sure my maps, my maps correct. Uh, it's a point eight seven five. Everyone, oh point shit, eight seven five. So well, this- you get two ones and two point seven five. Gentlemen, so- we got a, a new number one episode. So on our list, on our list, we yeah. have episode two taking the top spot at eight point eight seven five, and episode one falling Ooh. all the way to the bottom of our list uh, in the number two spot with one point. Uh, six, seven, five. That's kind of like Godfather. <laughs> That's kind of like Godfather <laughs> One and Godfather Two. Empire Strike Back and A New Hope. So Return of the Jedi is that going to be on the very bottom? All right. If you enjoyed of our review, <laughs> excuse me. If you enjoyed our review, or fan of the podcast, we ask that you please subscribe wherever you're listening and leave us a five star review on iTunes. You can also find us on Instagram at the dot gentleman podcast. The dot means a lot. You can visit our website at thegentlemanpodcast.com. And if you want to reach out uh, to us, you could do so by email at hosts with an s h o s t s at the gentleman podcast.com we really appreciate you uh thank you for listening and uh we will be releasing the uh uh, remaining four episodes of uh obi-wan kenobi uh jeremiah would you say every wednesday 
yeah, from we're here gonna, on out? We're going to start doing every Wednesday. We're going to be doing a new thing with our, our TV episodes, our TV miniseries uh, that we're going to be releasing. So like um, we'll be doing our movies. Don't be all sad and everything like that. We just want to make sure that uh, we come from all different backgrounds of movies and, and shows. But there's one thing that we have in common. And it's Star Wars, and we're gonna go we're so, gonna double lightsaber. On this yeah, we're gonna go double lightsaber on this shit. We're gonna go, yeah, lightsaber yeah. deep in a <laughs> in a metal door. <laughs> 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 All right, well, we'll see you in a couple weeks, or uh, excuse me, we'll see you next week, and and thank you so week. much for listening, and cheers, gentlemen. May the force be with us. Cheers, Why, sir. May the cheers. force be with you. <laughs> <laughs>